Footy Prime the Podcast is brought to you by Tony Bet, official sponsor of the CPL and presenting sponsor of Canada's unofficial voice of footy. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. You're listening to FP Interviews. In-depth conversations with interesting people. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Sounds like a footy prime domestic here. Bit of a friction there between Craig and Jimmy, two old friends, old teammates, and uh, Craig's Craig's really pissed off his mate here. Craig shows up to the podcast wearing this beautiful dancing shirt, golf shirt, dancing as far as the uh, the camera's concerned. Nice golf hat. He's always got big plans today. Didn't extend the invitation to Jimmy, did he, Jimmy? No, I tell you, uh, I, I saw his gut up. Obviously knew what he was doing. Checked my phone just to see if I got a message this morning <laughs> and last night. Saw nothing. Uh, and I, uh, I told my friend there that I hope it fucking rains today. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's well, there might be, there might be, day. there might be a black cloud over your golf course today. Oh yeah, that well, that black cloud follows me around all over the place. <laughs> like Who you going with, Craig? Who's your who's your foursome? Well, Dan Wong's invited. Yeah, Tom, you're, you're taking to- you're taking the piss now. I'm You're the best player available on this team. You're telling me Dan's better than me in golf. Yeah. There's no chance. Oh, we got a game. There's this no is way. exciting. I didn't know that I didn't know it was something that was going to be thrown down at 10, 10 in the morning. I, yeah. And without your here. knowledge. No, it was just here. Let, yeah, let, I'm putting a bet on you, Wonger. You better be Oh, geez. Not let, like let, Saturday night. Let me add a little bit of salt to my own wound here, which is really pissing me off now. So about four days ago, my cousin calls me. Okay, hey, do you fancy a round of golf? I was like, yeah, no problem. Let me see if I can see. If, I'll see if the big man wants to come. And here I am sending him a little text. Hey, bud, do you want to golf? Ah, I can't make it. And you can't even just ask me. Even if I, I say it. no, but just. I got a call at 945 and the tee off was like 10.05. You could have made it. You're up <laughs> early. Flight. That was Top Gun. <laughs> hey, Craig, just confirming though, you have clubs for me, right? Oh. Oh yeah, thanks. So, so noon, noon, still yeah. noon. Tee off, right? Okay, yeah. cool. See you. James, you're taking a piece. JC, you're good. You're good, JC. Oh, I'm gonna the best caddy. You're never gonna see a caddy like me. It's gonna be great. Hey, now I'm starting to feel how I hear the I hear the Paco's good too. Feels. Paco's great. <laughs> Brendan, yeah, I know how you feel now when you keep asking us. Yeah. Join me in the relegation <laughs> zone on the patio of the clubhouse, buddy. That's where I am. It's for you playing the podcast. That's. You probably realized when you downloaded Footy Prime the podcast. Um, so, yesterday was the big day. Lorenzo Insigne arriving in Toronto. Um, today is our interview show. And we're happy to announce that we have not got Lorenzo Insigne <laughs> as a guest. Um, in fact, we have no guest today. But we're working on some good guests coming up. Um, there's stuff happening behind the scenes. In That's Toronto the reason. MC. So, rather than record a podcast with a great guest and then it'd be dated within a few hours. We thought we'll wait to all the, the hoopla to end, but B you and I were at the press conference yesterday and we kind of in, in, alluded to it in our little video hit things that I don't like at press conferences and don't, don't appreciate. And 
I'm talking about inviting fans to press conferences. Well, you two are fans, aren't you? No, I'm not a fan. Dunlop, you had the jersey on. Just because I've got tickets in the South End still and I fight with customer service doesn't mean I'm a fan first, okay? Just means I'm a fan on match day. Because I've always been been working or unavailable, you know, for, for the other things. There, there were there were some fans there. Yeah, there were. I mean, it's not a big deal. It's just when I when I I mean, this it's not new. This happens quite a lot. But uh, inviting fans to press conferences to me is about the press. And when you're having to wait because every answer is being applauded by the fans and cheers and I love you, Lorenzo. It's like, come on, you had your moment on Friday. You should have gone mm-hmm. to College Street, Cafe Diplomatico, enjoyed yourself. You're gonna have five years of this guy to celebrate each week you know you don't this is our, this is our moment this is the media's moment you're Stay such home. an ass <laughs> hey there wasn't that long ago we would have been we would have been desperate if any fan showed up at a press conference we would have been oh look at this we've actually got three people here they're <laughs> hey did you guys at least ask some questions no we didn't actually so they didn't even allow you to ask questions. No, they we saw you two. We could they have. saw you two and went, no chance. Of yeah, no fan. No fans are asking questions here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only media. Excuse me, guys. Can you get behind the line? No, that's <laughs> no, why no. Neil Davidson got four questions in because they just yeah. looked at us. A couple of fans. Exactly. No, no, we didn't try. Um, so what did you know, Neil Davidson ask? This kind of this kind of press is Craigie been to them before. I mean, when it's when it's a translator beside the star, you know, you're not going to get much anyway. Really. And that kind of happened, and we'll save the good questions for our one-on-ones. That's it. Our, uh, uh, yeah. Sharm's takeaway was that he didn't like the fans there. My takeaway was, God, I wish my Italian was as good as Jimmy's, so that I could really absorb this <laughs> press conference. And uh, I didn't say it in the video, but I said it to Sharm's when Lorenzo started speaking. As soon as they gave him the mic. I said, tell me you've never worked with a translator before without telling me you've never worked with a translator. Because he was giving these two-minute answers, and the poor translator was scrambling, writing everything down. She was amazing, by the way. She was very good. But, I mean, I don't think I need to speak Italian to know that she left a lot out there. Right? There, there was, she left a lot out because she was just trying to get to the finish line. His, his two two-minute responses g- prompted 30-second translations. I tell you something. I never trust those translators. No way. Eh? Because, really, they can make up whatever they like. There must be. He could be going blah, 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 to the post, blah, blah, and then they go, "Yeah, he said he's having a really nice day, and uh, you know he's going to go for a nice dinner tonight." And yeah, and he just hates make, Toronto. Yeah, despises the city, wants nothing. He doesn't even want to go here. He thought he was going to New York. <laughs> and I, there's, there's, there's fucking fans at the press conference. I hate those guys too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why are they clapping at my answer? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I'm, in wrong, I'm in the wrong I'm city. Yeah, I was. I was in a baseball press conference once and there was a Japanese player there speaking through an interpreter and there was a ton of Japanese media and you got the impression by how the ferocity in which the next questions were being asked by the Japanese media that this was happening, that uh, that they, they weren't translating fully in English, but no one in English knew. So everyone's just writing down what's being said, and you're you're watching the some of the Japanese press get more agitated and agitated, and then someone says, "You know, there's people that speak both languages here," and the translator just totally sunk. <laughs> like, how did he think he was going to get away with it? And there was fifty people in the room. Is, is but, it, it, but it blows my mind when you know that the athlete says something that's maybe fifteen seconds in their own language, and then yeah. the translator is like a minute and a half, and I'm going that. That doesn't seem right to me. Or vice versa in Insignia's case. Yeah, exactly. Is it is an interpreter different to a translator? That's a good question. 
this is a Patrick Kendrick question. Dan Wong, had him on the McGill show. University. You know, he's a pretty smart guy. He might know. Yeah. Dan went to McGill, did he? Mm. Uh, no, he did. no complaint. Yeah. Well, he did right. He sold, he he sold, right beer. Right. He sold yeah. beer at the football games. Well, I did. <laughs> but but today <laughs> I got to- kicked off the team. And then I was selling beers in the stands the, the season <laughs> yeah. later. We were talking about uh, Craig. <laughs> and then that he's still working at the Manu Cup as well. Yeah, he's walking around with it. it. He's got the medal on. Sorry, B. One of the scribes goes, Wonger, why, why, are you not, why are you not on the field? And I'm like, well, I'm kind of on the field. So I'm making three dollars an hour selling beer. That's no, cool. that was a good buy because you get all the tips. It was a it was a dollar twenty five a beer, and you're just you're making twenty five bucks every tray or twenty four bucks every tray. No, so you made about one hundred and fifty. You like waving the bills in front of the players. I could see Wonger field, field level Vanier cup in one end pushing a beer trolley. <laughs> I'd say that, you know, I'd say that that would be Wonger's rock bottom, but we know it wasn't. No. Oh, I've had a few of those. No. And you were just you were just selling beer when they were on offense. <laughs> like, talk about two way player. It out. He's like Bo Jackson of McGill, three way player. Yeah, Coach, I'm ready to go. He had to pay off his uh, student loan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which which was at the which was at the Hooters <laughs> down the street. Uh, while we were talking about your fashion choice there, Gregor, and yes, for anyone who's watched television and seen the shirt and kind of dance that that busy shirt. But uh, uh, talking about you selling, <laughs> you look like you're going to sell us IT solutions today. I uh, look. I oh, oh, God, oh, oh your microphone. Yeah, right. not found, an IT guy. That not buying from you. He's not I, a geek found, squad. No. I found a Lacoste shirt, the first ones I, I ever owned. Nice. And so it still fits, and it's not the uh, it's not it's the alligator, not the fox or the which I used to get. We used to get the bay knockoffs. That was our, like our Christmas presents back in the day. Oh, the fox instead the of fo- the fox. Yeah, the, the fox, fox instead of the alligator. The yeah. fox. I, I love how he says it still fits. I bet it's a crop top. He's sitting down. We can't see him. But his belly's hanging out and everything. <laughs> That's one of those half T-shirts. Uh, there he is. The seal man. The seal man is removing his shit. I, I forgot that I missed Pride a couple days ago. I'm doing it in my own house. Back to this whole uh, interpreter translator thing. Who is that famous Japanese Play, baseball player that joined the Nationals. Who was that again? A few years ago now. The really famous one. Hey, you know this. That joined the Washington Nationals? Yeah. No, the Seattle Mariners, maybe? No, no, no. Suzuki? Nationals. Ishiro? Nationals. The Yankees? You're, you're, no, he's LA thinking. Dodgers? No, no, hold on. Mr. Gambling is over here. He's talking He's talking about Shohei Otani for the LA Angels. Otani. No, 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 I'm not. It's, it's the Nationals Korean. for sure. The reason I asked because my, my buddy Ike was uh, he's, he's part Japanese, and he actually okay. got a job there reporting for the Japanese media, but also was his translator slash oh. interpreter. So there was a Japanese baseball player with the Nationals not so long ago. Okay. That's well, all I have uh, to offer. Typical, we'll just Google it, and we'll tell people later. Okay, that sounds good. How's his right foot? <laughs> he's a lefty. Um, so... Bill Manning spoke about, actually Bob Bradley spoke about when uh, on the weekend after the match, Insignia went into the room for the first time, met the players, and he felt like a real lift in the room. Do you guys remember a, a new signing coming into the room that just lifted the room because you knew this guy was something pretty special? Hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. I think when we signed Decanio, we thought we had somebody pretty special. He turned out to be even better than we thought. But that would be closest thing to it. But it's kind of unique in MLS where you have players that in you know an MLS side that have absolutely zero freaking chance of playing in a Serie A, um, and yet you're going to be playing with a you know a legendary player like Insigne. It's kind of an interesting situation that MLS brings up with this obviously designated player situation. But yeah. exciting. Um, but like I said, I think a lot of people are hoping that he's going to be Giovinco because uh, he's a better player than him, but will he perform at the same level? I mean, Giovinco's numbers were, but he scored 14 goals and 93 appearances for Juve, which isn't, which that one in six and a half games or so. Comes to Toronto SC and he scores 68 and 114 appearances in MLS. So that's what they'll be hoping that Insigne does. Uh, and he's certainly capable of doing it, but I don't think he has the supporting cast yet probably next year, like Jimmy said on a previous podcast, will be the the best we'll see of him uh, with other players around him. Um, but you never know. They're going to hope to make a run, but they need to, they, they've got a lot of work to do. They're, they're, they're right behind the gun here. Yeah. I agree with you, Craig. And I think when a player like that comes into the dressing room, it, it lifts everybody and it raises the standards as well. Um, because the players that are in there are going to want to compete now. Right, because they know. Look, we've got a world class player that's in here, um, and I've got to step my game up right now. And I think you you could even see the energy that was in the stadium and and on the pitch when we went to the Atlanta game. Mm. You know, they they really performed as a team there. You know, because they, the the standards are going to be be raised now. Mm-hmm. I actually, competition for spots. I yeah. actually, well, I said that to Jimmy. I go, does your level? Because the game they seemed so much more energetic, the guy uh, on the pitch. And I said to Jimmy. Mm. Would this insignia motivate some guys to just, I'm not ever going to sit on the bench? Mm-hmm. And other guys are going to be scared out of their mind, no? Yes, um, that is the case for sure. Uh, but what they want to do is everybody wants to be part of that team. They, want, they don't want to be sitting on the bench. So, yeah, if, you're, if there's ever a time to step it up, you want to make sure that's in the next few weeks. But uh, um, you did see definitely a, a, a lift in the team. Uh, with him just being around. So it's an exciting time for them, especially a t- team that's been struggling for the most part. Um, and now have that coming in on July 1st is pretty exciting. Of course. Yeah, because it, it becomes real too, doesn't it? Right? It's always nice hearing the speculation. It's in the press. and But until that individual walks in the dress room, then mm-hmm. it's, oh, okay, this is the real deal's here. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is that when, when Bob and Bill are talking about, we've got two or three others that are going to be coming in here making this squad stronger. Now, if I'm a player in that dressing room, I want to be involved in that squad because I know success is coming and I want to be a part of that team so bad yeah. that you end up working your ass off to make sure that you're you're in that 18 or you're on that 11. Juvinko scored, as you mentioned there, lots of goals, but he also scored great goals as well. <laughs> lots of free kicks, right? And that kind of built the the whole you know method, mythology around the atomic ant as well. Is that... The quality of goals for the fans almost more important than the number of goals. Do you think a guy can become an absolute legend because he throws in balls from 25 yards out, perhaps fewer than some fox in the box who scores 10 more goals? I think they're, they, they work sort of side by each, if you like. 
you know, they work together like that. If he scores goals, there's going to be great goals. There's going to be tap-ins. There's going to be all sorts. But in the end of the day, I don't think he's going to care because guys like me are going to look at this, how many appearances, how many goals, you know, that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. he's just going to want to put the ball in the net any way he possibly can. But he will score spectacular goals in in the meantime. Yeah. I, I wonder how he's going to adjust to some of the things that we hear these continental players talk about that are just totally different. Media being one and travel being the other. Mm. And he's coming right in July. And uh forget what their schedule was. I had looked at this before, but um Jimmy, I mean, you tell me, what was your first road trip to Texas like? Because every one of the guys has some story where they're like, yeah, they told me to start drinking a gallon of water on Tuesday for a Saturday match. Ah, eh, whatever. I didn't start till Friday. And they were regretting it in warm-ups. Yeah, I mean, Texas is Dal- – Dallas was was better. The heat was different. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when you got to Houston, it was terrible, man. I mean, hot and humid. One of those where you, you walk out of the hotel and you're just drenched. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting, the heat that's down there in Houston. Oh, I, I remember we went down there to cover a game on the weekend. So we went to training on Friday morning. And it was uh, they started training, I think, at like 8.39. Because by 10 o'clock, it was just ridiculous. And Kinnear was a the coach there at that time. Um and uh, I was talking to him about Houston, and he's and he was with Frankie in San Jose, where the perfect, you know, they got that perfect weather. And he was like, "Well, I know what hell feels like because I've lived yeah. in it. This place is a freaking disaster." Yeah, it's it's Houston a is a different animal, certainly than Dallas as well. Like it's Houston is incredibly humid. It's oh, brutal. Horrible. I remember, I remember we had Chris Cummings was a was a manager, and I think I can't remember who was it was a Dasso that left, and then Chris ended up taking over, or JC, one of the two. And uh, we were on our way to Houston, and I remember Chris was going, right, we're going to get at these guys, and we're going to press middle of the summer. We're going to press them. And we go out for a warm-up. We came in, and it looked, no word of a lie, like we all just jumped in a shower, came straight into the dressing room and sat down. And he's looking at us going, what the hell? And I was like, are you sure you still want us to, to press? <laughs> and he's kind of just looking at us. <laughs> and we were disgusting. He's like, well, let's, let's just see how it goes. 10 minutes into the game. Okay, let's stop the press. Stop the press. <laughs> <laughs> Houston was the, the parking lot outside Minute Maid Park during the Gold Cup that I I literally, my shoes melted to the parking lot. I was doing a stand-up and I was waiting for, I think it was Tim and Sid, and I was waiting there for probably about half an hour oh. to go. And literally, my, I had these cheap shoes on with these Obviously, they weren't leather soles, they were plastic soles, and my feet got stuck to the ground. And my feet were <laughs> freaking burning like shit. And thankfully, it was Tim and Sid because we, we're mates. So they came up and they said, Shams, how you doing? Said, my feet have just melted to the ground. I can't bloody move right now. It was painful. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> yeah, Pat Onstead was there, and he was uh, later in his career. Uh, and uh, I think he trained for 10 minutes. Is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it done? Yeah, they, they trained really early, didn't they? Yeah. Really yeah. early in the morning. Yeah, it was only 35 then. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, there's some pretty hot venues, I'm sure, and seniors play that in the Serie A. Uh, he's experienced nothing yeah. like this one. Yeah, he uh, has, but I'm glad I sent us down this road because they don't have a Texas road trip coming up. Uh, but he will get both Florida venues. He'll get uh, He'll get... Big bad into Miami in August, so 
that's a disaster. Ooh, there's only one thing worse than that in uh, Miami in July, and that's Miami in August. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they got Orlando a couple weeks after, so so they get that. But I mean, the the flights in general, like we, we hear this from the English players, where do they fly five hours? That's not a, a holiday destination, like, and nowhere. it's not charter either. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's a little guy. He'll be he'll be comfortable in those seats. That's true. He'll be able to like Jerry Dobson, like first class. Like sit across from Jerry Dobson. He'll be sitting there. He's got reading a book. He's crossed his freaking legs. I'm like, what the, <laughs> how can you do that? He's like, and then when he does sit in first class, I was like, you're wasting a seat. Absolutely wasting it. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. a little kid sitting on a sofa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> feet are just dangling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way Insignia's legs will reach the ground. There's no way. There's no. He's a small little fella. Powerful as hell, but small. Jimmy would have pushed uh, Jerry out of the line in the in the lineup to get to first class. Move, child. Yeah. Someone was saying that they were surprised. How, up. Someone was saying yesterday they were surprised that Insignia didn't seem as small as they thought. But apparently, he uh, was wearing some pretty significant heels. Get a couple of extra inches there. So, yeah, I guess uh, that's the thing when you're you know you're you're vertically challenged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You wear platform. Would you rather be a freak like Craig or a, or a freak like Insignia? Ooh, hmm. good question. It's tough. We'd be too tall or too small. Like, not that it, Craig's too tall or Orenson is too small, but that's the question. I think I it's a possibility being too tall, isn't it? He's he's on the cusp of being too 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 small, and I'm on the cusp of being awkward tall. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, I would say, yeah, you're you are awkward tall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awkward standing beside you. Yeah, <laughs> and Jimmy's taller than we think. Yeah, or me at least. Yeah, with would, his you heels be, on. would you want to be too tall or too small? I mean, what's the bigger disability? As far I'd go as, you too know, tall. Way, too tall? Yeah, I'd go too tall. You'd rather be too tall than too small? Yeah, otherwise you get pushed out of the way, don't you, when you're too small? <laughs> well, only if you <laughs> come head-to-head with some arsehole ex-TFC captain. In an elevator. Later. Yeah. yeah, probably right there. I guess NBA players do all right, don't they? They're fine. Yeah. They seem to get by just okay. Jimmy was just jealous. He was like, you know, I signed for twenty thousand dollars a season. And this guy's making millions. Get out of my way, <laughs> yeah. wee, wee man. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly the narrative on the All or Nothing show. That uh, that yeah. there. Crescito, um, according to the Palais, Mikey Singh is arriving today, and uh, will be announced in the next couple of days as TFC's uh, well, more depth certainly at, at left back. Likely the starting left back, I would think, even at 35 years of age. Package deal with him and Insigne. Um, I think Bill Manning mentioned yesterday how uh, you know the deal's not quite done, but they're just tying up some loose ends, and he'll be the next player. And then uh, a couple more on the way in the next few weeks. So I think TOC fans will be pretty excited. I'm excited for transform. it. I'm really excited. Yeah. Love Mid-season? It. Awesome. Yeah, you can do it in MLS. I said before, right? Just stay in the hunt somewhat until the summer and then reinforce your squad. And late runs to the playoffs are always quite possible. And, and despite TFC being poor this season so far, last game accepted, um, there's definitely an opportunity there to rise to the, to the standings to the playoff spots for sure. Yeah. Are so you surprised, Charms? One more thing on the press conference that I uh, showed up to this video chat without having my initials. And signed on my shirt, like uh, Lorenzo Insigne had uh, had Li on his fashionable golf tournament winning blazer yesterday. No, I'm surprised that you haven't got them now. Having seen him do it yesterday, I thought by now you would have had that done. Yeah. Hey Dunlop, have... did he did he recognize you or? <laughs> no. 
No, didn't recognize you. But I, I was getting some stares from the Italian Canadian media. Like, who's this yeah. mellow over here? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure about that. I don't know how famous you've got to be to have your own initials as your crest on your jacket. It takes a lot. I don't think I'd ever be that famous. Would want to have that. Do or would you ever want to do it? No, that's the point. I, I don't think I would. No. No. Mm. Don't, don't, Anyways, you put, don't you put a stamp of your initials on your pies? Uh, I guess I put my name on the pies. Yeah, that's true. My face. Yeah, yeah do you my have face your face on there? Pie. <laughs> put your face on it. Face looks like a pie right now. Look at it. Thanks. <laughs> what, what kind of pie? <laughs> fucked up pie? Hairy. Yeah, more like a, a sour pie. <laughs> 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 yeah, fuck off. Um, mo- moving on, uh, Jesus has uh, passed his medical at Arsenal. He's Arsenal's answer now to Alexandre Lacazette. Good signing, I think, for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see what he can do with the run of games, as we've been saying for the last, what, is it five years he's been there now at City? Is it five years? It's at least five, yeah. Is it more yeah. than that? I feel like it may have been six seasons. Can he be prolific, do you think? Does he need to be prolific at Arsenal? He'll be better at Arsenal than he was at City uh, because I think they'll be able to use him as a winger and as a nine, which which he was, yeah. um, in ways that they need, right? And I think Lacazette was kind of like that too, where he could kind of be that winger nine option, but just they didn't have the kind of the right pieces around him and it was changing. And when it wasn't working for Arsenal, it wasn't it wasn't working for their stars. Didn't matter whether it was Lacazette or Aubameyang or Ozil or who it was. And I think that Jesus is is a different player. And he's, you know what? He just seems less dramatic than some of those guys. And I think for Arsenal, that's really good. I think Arteta knows that, obviously, because he knows him well, right? And he knows his background. He would talk to Pep, uh, you know, about his professionalism. He, he, he's He's got himself a really good player there. Uh, he's just got to make the most of him. Yeah. He joined City in 17, by the way. So Okay, so five years. Right. Yeah, yeah. How uh, how thorough are those medicals, Jimmy? Do you remember your your medicals when you're moving clubs? Anything stand out? They all pretty no, much typical. The way they are now, yeah, they're very 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 thorough because there's so much money involved, right? You're paying that much. You're paying what was he? What do you go for? Forty five. Yeah, forty five. Yeah, forty five million. You got to make sure hmm. that this this cat's going to play because the last thing you want to do is spend that money and all of a sudden now you find out he's got a an injury that's been hidden for some time and you don't catch it, you know, someone's in trouble. So the doctors make sure that they go through them thorough. Yeah, were, they they have were your medicals done at, at the new club or at the old club or new no, club. No, the new, the new club, because they're not going to trust the old club. No, they'll be like, Oh, he's great. <laughs> yeah, he's- <laughs> but sometimes they'll, they'll fly out the, the, the club's new doctors to the player as well. Right and do a medical somewhere else, some other facility, depending where the yeah. player is, right? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter where it is as long as it matter. gets done. And Yeah. I mean, now they go through blood work. They do absolutely everything. Yeah. They know your heart inside out. Yeah. It's it's not like a normal man's physical, right? They no. run you through uh, no. machines. They've got gadgets yeah. hooked up to you. The prostate oh, yeah. is probably the last thing they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask... Kind unless of. unless you ask, can I do it first? Yeah. Do you mind doing the prostate first? <laughs> Big rubber gloves coming on. We're not worried about your prostate at your age, son. That's okay. Yeah. 
I'll tell you one thing. I'd be looking at the doctor's hands first because if you had big sausages, I'd be like, you're not doing that, my friend. I was just amazed that Jimmy's doctor had gloves. Mine doesn't use gloves. <laughs> yeah, Wonger goes to the same tailor that Joey Tribbiani goes to as well. well hey, Wonger's been getting his done since he's been 14 years old. That's his right. doctor just yeah. keeps saying, here, let yeah. me check again. And why does the guy lick his middle finger before he... <laughs> and why is he not a doctor? <laughs> why do you I know? go to the library for this? Yeah. No. What's next? That's why Wonger okay. walks like he... That's why Wonger walks like John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I can hope we get in a golf ball today. <laughs> you know what's great about these Tuesday morning shows with no guests? It's basically Wednesday night. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Time for the medical. I'm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, speaking of medical, I got to go to the mechanics again, the vets. I got to take the dog to a follow up. So uh, expensive day. I'm gonna have oh. to dip off here and get some more antibiotics for the pupper. Yeah. Yeah. And what's, another, what's uh, skin another mortgage. Same deal. This seasonal skin condition that uh, just won't truly clear up, but yeah, I think it's East York. I think it's the water in the Creek because Freddie, my old dog, my old shepherd, he had the same issue. I yeah. It's Taylor Creek water. I think it could be. I asked you that. I was like, do you let him go in the water? Like, eh, it just goes anyway. Yeah. Um, but then in retrospect, looking back now, he had a horrendous, his last couple of years, he would get this horrendous smell in in the summer. Yeah. And it's from his skin. Yeah. Can I ask yeah. you guys something? The creek, would you guys swim in it? <laughs> no what the hell do you let your dog in it? Yeah. <laughs> then it's going to walk around your house. Well, what about the lake at the beach? Do you ever take the kids to the beach at the beaches? Yeah. Asperger's Bay, do you go in there? Of course. Okay. So the dog they, they got a blue flag. It's one of the, cl- it's crystal clear water. It's changed. It's it used to be filthy years yeah, ago. Yeah. But the, ze- the zebra mussels came in and cleaned it out. That's why it's beautiful. To swim. Is that why? Is that why? Yeah. Well, look at you, the zebra mussels. Wow. <laughs> Did you know that they, they're not actually supposed to be here? That cleaned up uh, yeah, lakes. They're a freaking nightmare. Area. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, lakes. that's why when you're out in the water and you can look down, it's crystal clear. It's beautiful. The zebra mussels. God bless. Wow. There was a uh, many years ago a score party one summer, and uh, we ended up going to the beaches and went skinny dipping down there. And and the next sorry, seven days sorry. to, to a person, we all got horribly sick. <laughs> Horribly sick. How did well, how did that all start, Charms? I I know they, they were wild times, Jimmy. Wild times. What can yeah. I say? I was going to say, Jimmy looks down. He he loves it at Lake Ontario because he he just stepped on Charms' old condom from that night. <laughs> <laughs> it was stuck to my big toe. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Clear as a whistle. <laughs> Could use it again. Well, uh, again, bienvenuto and signe and uh, ciao, guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow. You got, oh, yeah, she, yeah, she all leaving. Okay. Yeah. Mm. See you, B. We, now we can talk about B behind his back. Uh, one, one more thing to get to very, very briefly here. Um, so United, they're starting their training preseason, believe it or not. 9 a.m. starts, apparently. It's going back to 9 a.m. starts, just like when Fergie was in charge. So Eric Ten Hag is, is ruling the roost with an iron fist. When was the average? Is it usually about 10 o'clock starts for, for training? Yeah, usually 10. Yep. It's 9 a.m. too early? Yep. Apparently you want some more together. Thanks for the thanks for the insight, boys. Yeah. Really I was dri- I was driving a long way, so yeah, nine a.m. was. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently no, but, you want no, some pre- preseason preseason always varied as well, though, depending on what you had on the day too, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes it, yeah, you start yeah. early, then you'd have a lunch, and then you might have a gym session, then back out in the afternoon, and yeah, yeah, three sessions a day. Yeah, 
but it's all it's changing. He wants the players sucks. to actually have have their lunches with the staff, the the coaching staff in the cafeteria together. Apparently, mm-hmm. that hasn't been the case there for a while. It's been very separate. The players have kind of finished training and just leave. Now he's making them stay. Do you think that's a good idea? I mean, this is uh, is this modern management. It seems pretty traditional management. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, he's, they're trying to bring everybody together, right? They're trying to be as a team, but uh, you see varying differences uh, with professional teams, coaches, athletes. Toronto FC, uh, even look at the Toronto Raptors. And now while we know Alex McKechnie involved there, the coaches have their own, in their training center, have their own side of the building uh, at the training ground. And the players have their other side, which is actually like a little bit of a sanctuary for them where they don't have to deal with the coaches and they have a bit of freedom to speak and all that kind of stuff. So that's also good too, right? Um, but having actual lunch together, I don't think is a bad thing, and especially a club that's trying so hard to find itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, boys, anything else you want to get to today? It's a short edition today, but that's okay. Anything? Uh, Anyone? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lacking some energy today, aren't oh, we? Yeah, I do. Uh, we're taking Friday off. So, no news and such this week because it is our Canada Day celebration. So, the next time you'll hear from us is a Sunday night, uh, just in, or Monday morning, whatever you want to call it. Or Wednesday. Like oh, well, yes. Well, sorry. I'm talking about Friday. Yes. I'm, I'm confused. I can't do Wednesday, though. I was going to mention to you, by the way. I've got, right. a, I've got to go to a concert. What well, concert? Of course you do. Alba? <laughs> Did, you Did you check your phone? check your phone again, Jimmy, and not get invited? Yeah, let me have a let me have a look here. <laughs> no. All the boys are coming. Well, I hope it gets I hope it gets cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> and rains. Is it outside? I don't know where it is. I think it's Danforth, actually. Uh, it could be a power outage. Oh, Danforth. <laughs> nice. Don't go swimming in the creek near there. I hear. No, no, I won't. I'll be no, there'll be no screen up in that night. Um, but I'm sure you boys will be just fine. But uh, do you hear that? Yeah, it's your that side. Was that there somewhere else? I don't know. Anyway, all right, boys. Well, listen, it's been a pleasure. Um, you got to let your kid out of the dungeon. Yeah, What's that? precious. Let your kid out of the dungeon. <laughs> in the well. Yeah. With the lotion. <laughs> in the with the broken dog. In the lotion, all right, boys. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will be back on Wednesday, and then, uh, as Wonga mentioned, no Friday show, but then uh, back on Sunday evening, as per usual. Uh, and we'll get uh, Bill Manning will join us shortly as well from TFC. Spoke to him yesterday. Happy to come on the show. He mentioned Fantastic. how he saw you, you Jimmy, on, on on the weekend. Didn't mention yep. Wonga's name, so Wonga was forgettable, obviously. But uh, oh, sure. absolutely, friend. Renew acquaintances when he, when he comes on. Maybe next week we'll, we'll try and get it for next week, but we'll see. Some big, big names coming, big moves coming for TSC the next uh, couple of weeks. So, thanks everyone. Hope you enjoyed that. We'll chat to you very, very soon. Uh, keep buying papers and cheers for listening.